welcome last year's Academy Award winner for Best Actor and a nominee again this year, Jeff Bridges. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second annual Nostalgia Awards. This award show is a time-honored tradition intended to immortalize the cinematic works covered by the two boys, Clint and Eli. Now, this past year has been pretty crazy, hasn't it? <laughs> I started to think for a second, maybe I was in a Left Behind movie. I'm just kidding. I work cheap, but not that cheap. We saw many movies this year. Some good, some great, and some had me saying, <laughs> I just me Alright, so well. Let's take a look back at the movies that we all talked about this year. Dougal. Delgo, Jurassic Park, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Rugrats Movie, Rugrats in Paris, The Movie, Rugrats Go Wild, The Master of Disguise, Space Jam, Like Mike, Looney Tunes Back in Action, Lilo and Stitch, <laughs> Jaws, Finding Nemo, Shark Tale, B-Movie, Left Behind, The Movie, Left Behind, 2014, <laughs> Flubber, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed, Paddington, Brother Bear, The Country Bears, Home Alone 3, and A Charlie Brown Christmas. Alright, uh, thanks. Uh, without any further ado, let's introduce our host for the evening. It's Mr. Eli Shapsmith and Clint Jackson's page. As you can see, there are only 12 people in the crowd, and that is <laughs> Thank you. because of the great shark pandemic, we have everyone sitting 30 feet apart, and there are 12 people in the audience. Yeah, we're in the Dolby Theater uh, yes. in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, but, though we're uh, uh, <laughs> not using it for anything right now. Yeah, we did. I mean, they were playing uh, music to plants at one point, I think. This, wasn't that a thing where they were like... Man, this music's gonna go to waste. We better give it to plants. I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about, but that sounds. Are cool. you serious? No. Yeah, no. It was. I think this was in Germany. Um, this isn't a joke. When the when the whole shark thing started, and everyone was like, "I don't want to go get shark." Yeah. Um, there was a, a like a symphony hall, and they filled the audience with house plants, and they played a symphony to house plants. That's awesome. And it wasn't a part of a study. It was. It was just like. Let's get let's get these plants some music. That's beautiful. Did you hear about um that that uh seminary that was having their students confess to plants? <laughs> no. <laughs> were the plants uh you know bugged? No, they were real plants and it was some church or seminary. I think it was a seminary and they were like having the the students like apologize for climate change and stuff <laughs> to the to the plants. <laughs> 
Well, like, sorry about the planet. Sorry we did this to you, plant. <laughs> I'm about to send you a picture of this uh, symphony hall filled with plant. I mean, did that Perfect. help the plants at all, or did they just I, did the plants develop resentment against the humans? Well, I think it stopped climate change. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I guess the first step is admitting that you did something <laughs> wrong. Yeah, right? a, a admit to plants that you're a sinner. B believe that climate change is real, and C confess that it is no longer real because you fixed it. Wait, so you have to admit it to plants first, and then believe it? Yes. Okay, so you're just going through the motions, and then you go outside, and you're like, maybe it was real. Yes. And, anyway. And the crowd is loving this. Do I still introduce the show, or did Jeff do that? I can't remember. I, I mean, we said, he, Jeff welcomed the show. He I think welcomed we, the show. Well, uh, thank you, Jeff. Uh, you're I'll, welcome. I'll, I'll go ahead and say, hey, get back, get off stage. We don't have enough mics for you. Um, welcome to Peel and Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. As Jeff just said, my name is Eli Shapsmith. Uh, and you are what? Uh, you, now you say who you are. Oh, well, I'm Clint Jazzhands Page, and I am what the French call laissez compétent. Do you uh, forget? You didn't. You did not say you're the greatest good. Oh, I. Ah, oh, wow. I, it has, I know. It listen, has been folks, a month. It's been a month since we've done this. We're a little rusty. Wow. The greatest good that you're ever going to get. That's what I am. And what are you again? And I am Jazz Hands Page, which means I'm stupid or yes. incompetent. I, think I can't do is, my job. Yes, that is what you say word for word usually. Yes. Um, and, and what I just described is what we normally do on this podcast. But actually, today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're taking a little bit of a look back. Because we are not cowards like the Academy delaying the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, we ain't afraid of no ghosts. We are not afraid of no ghosts, and we are still having the nostalgies. One reason for that is because it's different than the Oscars, and we really, most of our categories don't have anything to do with movies that came out in the past mm -hmm. year. So the fact that very few movies came out last year is not that big of a deal. We do have one category that deals with that. Yeah, that's true. And. Uh... You know what? To be fair, if anyone that's concerned, like Elisha said, uh, we are thirty feet apart, and uh, <coughs> oh, man, that's oh, not great. a good sign. <laughs> uh, to make sure that uh, sorry, everyone Jeff in the crowd is me. running out in a yeah, panic. <laughs> uh, but we did. Don't worry, we blew off the ceiling to let fresh air in. We're good. And and now the people are clapping because we are heroes. Thank you, thank you. Please settle down. Um, so yeah, I think we should just get started. Let's freaking do this thing. Yep, let's just jump right into it. Uh, so there's five categories. Just a refresher to everyone on how this works. This is a look back on the movies that we have covered on the show this year, as well as um, one of the categories. We'll look at the movies that came out in the year 2020, which is slim pickings this year, but that's okay. Yep. Whoops. Um, the categories are Best Actress, Best Actor, Family Friendly Movie of the Year, the It Holds Up Award, and the Purely Nostalgia Award, which we'll explain what each of these are uh, when we get to them. But the way it's going to work is Clint and I each have three nominees for each of these. And uh, we will present them to one another. Uh, we might have some overlap on some of them. We might not. And then we will decide who is the winner. And there's not really much of a process to that. We just kind of argue about it. 
Uh, yeah. And, and one, one thing that's important to mention is that um, sometimes they will be the, uh, the actual actors and actresses, um, or sometimes they'll just be characters. And right. Elisha has an opinion over this, apparently. <laughs> well, we were texting about this earlier, and I was like, why did we do that again? <laughs> because I, it's, it's stupid. That's why. It is stupid. I mean, this whole thing is stupid, so that just adds an extra layer of stupidity. I remember last year, for both of those categories, I only selected actual actors because I wanted to award performances. I respect Clint's right to award characters. Yeah. If he wants, but I will probably fight him pretty hard if he tries to give the award to a character yeah. and not an actor. We'll see. No, and I probably, I will be, oh, let's see, one, two. I think all of, yeah, most of these are characters, so. <laughs> cool. I mean, so it's like last year. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, if we absolutely cannot come to an agreement we will send it to Twitter, and we will do a Twitter poll, and then we will announce on the next episode who won that award. Yep. Uh, are there we any know questions? Everyone's, everyone's on Twitter talking nice. about other things, but this is important, guys. <laughs> uh, we need your help. <laughs> I'm just imagining our polls in the middle of just the discourse <laughs> popping up. I think it's what the the nation needs to heal. Is it Dougal or Bow Wow? <laughs> Wait, what are the? Oh, is that like the characters? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, it, it, that's uh, that's shocking to me. When Jeff Bridges, the actor himself, was reading off mm-hmm. um, movies that we talked about this year, that feels like, or this past year, really. Welcome to twenty twenty fun. Uh, y- you know, it feels like ages ago that that happened. Are you saying it's ages ago when Jeff Bridges read them? Oh no! When uh, I mean, it might feel that way to the listener, but yeah. when we talked about them, get off the stage. Sorry, we. This is not like the Oscars. We will be. Uh, what if they Heckled. did the Oscars like this? What if it was just two people and they <laughs> decide on all the nominees and then they argue about it and they're the ones on stage the whole time? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think we need to. We it would. We need to get two ends of the spectrum: Chris Hardwick and Quentin Tarantino. Yes, that co- that I think that covers every demographic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was thinking Ellen and Billy Crystal, but oh, I was thinking people that are famous for loving movies with all of their heart. Yeah, that would be good too. Oh man. Anyway, uh, remember, uh, remember the nostalgies. Here we are. We're doing them, and it's today, and we're gonna do them now. First category: Best Actress. Um, I, I'll go ahead and let you go first. Let me hear your three nominees for Best Actress. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're, we're starting out getting into some slippery territory. All right. Okay. Uh, so the first one is Dory from Finding Nemo. Interesting. Uh, the, <laughs> the second one is Sarah Michelle Gellar from Scooby-Doo 1. Okay. And the third one is the the T Rex from Jurassic Park because it's a girl, you know, clever girls. So uh-huh. uh, that's oh yeah, uh, they are all girls. Yep. So uh, the T Rex was my favorite, and uh, so that's who I'm choosing. Jurassic Park passes the Bechdel test if you count the dinosaurs mm-hmm. roaring as talking. Absolutely. Um, yes. So, okay, uh, now I guess I read mine. Is that how we do this? I don't remember. That's how we do it. Okay, so uh, I'll go ahead and say this one first. Ellen DeGeneres as Dory in Finding nice. Nemo. 
Uh, not the, let's be clear, these are not the same nomination because yours mm-hmm. was the character of Dory. Mine is the actress. Correct. Um, who is beloved by all. We love <laughs> Ellen. Um, and <laughs> I texted you earlier, you because I said, like, why are we doing characters? And you're like, well, some of mine are animated characters. I said, you know there is a voice actor <laughs> behind the mm-hmm. animated character. But I right? like the characters. All right, fair enough. He's According it. to this category, you can like the character and not like the person. We just, you know, that's talked about fair. it. So where we are is I love Ellen and you don't. Yes, um, that's right. Um, second nomination. <laughs> is Christine Cavanaugh as Chucky Finster in Rugrats in Paris. Okay. This is a actress playing a boy, a young boy. Um, last and final nomination for me is DeVay Chase as Lilo in Lilo and Stitch. I believe it's pronounced DeVay. It's D-A-V-E-I-G-H. I, I, I kid you not, I was checking to, to check on the pronunciation, and I found a video that uh, was someone talking about her, but they said Davy Chase is pl- is famous for playing Lilo in Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> so you're like, no, there goes their credibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I believe it's DeVay Chase um, is Lilo in Lilo and Stitch. So okay. our, our six nominations, we've got Ellen, we've also got Dory, we've got Christine Cavanaugh as Chucky, we've got DeVay Chase as Lilo, we've got, what were your other two? Uh, the T-Rex from Jurassic Park and Sarah Michelle Gellar. All right. Uh, if you had to pick a winner from these six, who would you go with? Your boy's choosing the T-Rex. Exciting. It was exciting. And she is huge and good at the end. But we thought she was bad. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> you Okay. This is a good argument. However, I'm not convinced. I would. I, I think I would go, hmm. It's between DeVay Chase and Christine Cavanaugh. You know I love me some Rugrats in Paris. And That's true. That performance as Chucky is key to that movie working, which we talked on that episode about how that movie makes me very emotional and sad, and it's because it's such a great performance as baby Chucky. However, but Chucky, <sighs> Chucky is not exciting. Chucky's a big dork. So? So does I mean you know is that a good enough reason to award him? It is not. Something? I'm not awarding Chucky. I'm awarding the actress Christine Cavanaugh. Um, but I think it. I think I'm actually would go with Devay Chase as Lilo. I think that's such a great performance. As it's just a very great like kid performance. I think she's very good. Yeah, I think that's my winner. Okay, I I'm not trying to concede or roll over too quickly here. But I'm actually going to agree with you on that one. And Whoa. that's because, uh, you know, I, I, I think I was struggling to find, um, you know, actress categories, as you can tell from my cat from my list. Uh, a lot of our movies were very male centric and or bad or did not portray females in a positive light. Yeah, one uh, of mine is a woman playing a boy. That's, yes, exactly. And one of yours is a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and so, uh, but I, I agree with you on on that. Um, I think I think we have our first winner. So it's DeVay Chase as Lilo, and she gets some claps. And, and her trophy, which oh. is 
a raptor in a denim jacket. And we missed an opportunity because how cute would it have been to give the T-Rex a, 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 a raptor trophy? Well, he probably would have thrown it. Um, she you probably would have she, thrown oh it. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Clever girl. She probably would have thrown it. Clever yeah, she, girl. She probably would have. I. You know what? We agreed on Lilo, and that is how it's done, America. Now more than ever, we need to focus on unity and healing. And what times are these? unprecedented yeah yeah they are so uh we we demonstrated unity here on pure nostalgia now it's time to move on to the next category best actor Um, i will read my nominees first first up we've got shad moss aka bow wow in like mike okay next up we've got ben wishaw as paddington in the film paddington Next up, we've got Christopher Shea as Linus Van Pelt in A Charlie Brown Christmas. What Linus Van Pelt? What a cool name! What a great name! Um, no one talks about how good his name is. I I really I almost nominated uh, Richard Dreyfuss as Matt Hooper <gasps> in Jaws because I think that's a wonderful performance, but I, I it didn't feel very purely nostalgia-y for me. You know, I wanted to do uh-huh. weirder picks. So sure, those are the three I went with. Uh, what are your uh, nominees? I went with Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Fun performance. He's an alien. He is an alien. Uh, Marlin from Finding Nemo, the greatest dad. From the movie in... Welcome to Marwin. <laughs> Welcome to Marlin. Marwin from Welcome to Marwin. And then for third, I chose Richard Dreyfus from oh. Jaws. Well, that makes me feel good about cutting him because I'm glad he at least got a nomination. Um, Yeah. All I'm right. putting forth Richard Dreyfus. That's your that's your winner. Hmm. I think I think I would uh, Christopher Shea as Linus Van Pelt. I really want to make a case for him, but I'm not. Okay. I'm not necessarily saying I'm sold on him completely. I think he has the greatest voice in the history of cinema. Just his little mouthful of spit, children's voice, saying mm. the Christmas story. I think it's wonderful. It sticks in my brain. I think he's such a a, a a big part of why that movie special, whatever you want to call it, works. Um, because he's just a child being a child. Now, that might be an argument for why he shouldn't get an award. Because I don't know that it's much of an acting performance as much as they took a kid and said, read these lines into a microphone. <laughs> so, a uh, counter argument. Okay. And my counter argument for Richard Dreyfus is two words. Are you ready? Yes. Denim jacket. And Richard Dreyfus is the winner. Yes, Richard Dreyfus. Come get your award. I think he's like not a nice person in real life, but we're you know, we're not we're not worried about that right no, now. No, no, no. I mean we uh, we can't bother ourselves with these things. Uh He is Richard. Mr. Holland's opus. He is Mr. Holland's opus. Um this is not an endorsement on him as a person. It's an endorsement on his leather jacket. His what? His leather jacket. Oh, denim jacket. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I just I just ASMR'd denim jacket so hard into you the did. microphone and you beefed it. I actually am about to burn my denim jacket because I don't deserve it anymore. Yeah. I could oh, do it. I, my my denim jacket is hanging on a chair within arm's reach and I have a can a candle burning in front of me. I could do it right now. 
you could abs. I feel like you, as opposed to me, could a hundred percent seamlessly transition to like a brown leather jacket. I, I used to have a brown well leather jacket. You. I didn't. I don't think it really worked. I got rid of it because it was too intimidating. How? What? What? What version of you was this? What? It, what was your look? This was about three years ago. I think you could do it now, though. Because I have long hair. You have long hair and you have a bigger beard. I think you could do it now. Maybe. I don't know. Let's I'm not it, actually going to burn my denim jacket. I'm sorry. Um, next category is family-friendly movie of the year. So uh-huh. we mentioned earlier that this is the category um, that uh, is picking from movies that came out in the year 2020, not necessarily movies we covered on this show. Correct. Now, the thinking behind this award is Hollywood, or should I say Holly Weird, or even Holly Bad. Yeah, more like Holly Sex and Drugs. Yeah, more like Holly Sex and Drugs, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, they sometimes be giving Best Picture to movies that are rated PG-13 or even R, which to, to us is bad, and we shouldn't be awarding those kinds of bad behavior movies. Yeah, we did this We did this last year. What were some? Drive? Was that a, did they that win the Oscar? I don't, I don't. Uh, it might have won something. I don't crash, know. I mean. <laughs> crash is what you're thinking of. Yeah, Crash won. Crash? Uh, more like trash. Well, okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, Parasite? More like um, pair of... Not in my sight. Not in my sight. Uh, uh, Shape of Water? Uh-huh. More like that's someone's daughter. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> perfect. Okay, let's end on that one. <laughs> Uh, so we, should, that's not the reaction that you want is someone congratulating you on your joke right after. <laughs> I don't know. It felt pretty good to me. So yeah, that was a slam dunk. Family friendly movie of the year. It is a, it goes to a movie that came out in the year 2020 and it must be rated G or PG. Um, and so we will each present our three nominees. Clint, you will go first. Yeah. Um, the first one is soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is onward. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, most people did. Uh, it made me cry. Um, and the third one is Scoob. Scoob. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Have you seen Scoob? <laughs> no, I have not seen Scoob. Counter argument, I did not see Dolphin Reef either. I know, but... so I'm not surprised. What's your argument for nominating Scoob? Um, when I was working today and realized, oh, crap. I forgot to finish this category. I Googled movies for kids that came out in 2020, and Scoob was on every list I looked at. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> so Apparently kids love the Scoob. So that's the point we've reached, is that we are just nominating, like, oh, yeah, that's a movie. Let's, yeah. throw that, let's give them a nomination. I mean, I feel like that's going to happen in 2020 for the uh, Academy Awards, the actual ones that are freaking cowards i feel like that's gonna happen they're just gonna give it to scoob well something they're gonna be like well birds of prey came out and birds of prey's good it deserves something i haven't seen it but they're gonna be like birds of prey came out i guess it's getting best picture um i hope so um so okay i will present my nominations first of all i'm going to present my first nominee as a question Um, oh. Do you is remember that the movie Sonic the Hedgehog came out in 2020? It did. That was the last movie I saw in theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is one of my nominees. 
Sonic cool. the Hedgehog, the movie about a very fast blue boy. Um, my second nomination is a movie called We Can Be Heroes. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> Directed by our good friend Robert Rodriguez. I love how all of our nominations are followed by the other person going, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, it's been a year. We Can Be Heroes is starring our friends Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Um, it's a movie. Miracle Man. Third nomination is Wolfwalkers, uh, which is a movie mm. that came out pretty recently on Apple TV+. Plus. It's an animated movie from Tom Moore about some wolves. Very beautiful animation. Uh, good movie. So those are my three. Re- and remind me what your three were again. Uh, Soul, Onward, and Scoob. Okay. Do you have in a first impression of who you would give this one to? Absolutely. Uh, a movie that impacted me more than any other in the If you past say Scoob, year. I'm going to I'm going to riot. It's not going to be Scoob. It's okay. going to be Soul. Okay. So you're giving it a sincere uh, here... I am surprisingly to your surprisement. Yeah, to my surprisement. Okay, here is my argument against Soul and I am actually going to put my foot down pretty hard on this. Soul right. is not a children's movie. <laughs> That's not this category. I know. I, I know. It is. Uh, so the idea of it is family-friendly movie of the year. And of all these movies, uh, Soul is the highest on my like ranking of movies from 2020. Uh, but there's a reason I did not include it, and it's because I don't think that this is a kids movie. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's family-friendly in the ki- in the sense that it's not like full of sex and drugs, but like. I, I don't think it is for it children. Is I don't think it's heaven. a family movie. I think it's more for adults. It's challenging. <laughs> it is challenging. And, I mean, let's be honest, gang. Everyone has aged at least five years this past year. So, you know, mentally, these kids, they got to learn about this quickly. About death. Um, well, yeah, I think so. Uh, or the afterlife, you know, whichever one. Well, you learn about death and you learn about the afterlife. Um, but you know, this movie just like when my wife and I watch movies together, we're our own little family unit and we, we watched it together and we both wept, like fully wept at this. And that doesn't happen often. And therefore that caused a lot of sentimentality to be built up for this movie. And I'm, I'm standing pretty firm on this one. It's beautiful, has a good message. It has funny moments. A man and a cat. Heck what? Heck what? I'm a, yeah, yeah I, I'm standing on this one. Yeah, a man and a cat. That's kind of a spoiler, uh, is it? I don't know. There, ah. There's a cat in this movie. Um, there is. So okay, I you're making a pretty good case, but I am still gonna say, I think Wolfwalkers would be my pick. Um, See, and I, I know have you no have context not seen that to argue movie. against it. Yeah. So I feel pretty good about putting Soul and Wolf Wolf. <laughs> Wolfwalkers, Wolfwalkers, and a Twitter poll because I think those are both good movies. I actually like Soul better than Wolfwalkers, but I I think Wolfwalkers is a better family friendly movie of the year. Uh, are you okay with putting those in a poll? Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly. I think that's reasonable. Um, and I think that's best option because I have not seen Wolfwalkers. Wolfwalkers. Yeah. Um, according to film Twitter, people you know people loved uh, Soul when it first came out, and then people did not like it that much i'm not i did not read or partake in the discourse of people not liking it are you able to give me any context i don't really i haven't read up much on the opinions of people who didn't like it. i know that it has been a movie that has had strong opinions on both sides and 
I don't know. I don't even want to take a stab at it because I don't really know what the arguments are. But I know that it's been a contentious movie like a lot of things have nowadays. I think we're all just kind of riled up right now. Are we a little grumpy? Is that what's happening? I think we're all a little grumpy right now. Okay. Well, guys, soul's beautiful. Vote for soul and have a soul. Uh, that's what this That's what this nation needs, a soul. I'm going to say not, vote not for not Wolf Walkers, Walkers, but I, if soul wins, I'm not going to be that sad. I just felt like I needed to make the statement that I don't think soul is a kid's movie at all. And I, that's but, not a hot take. Family, People are saying it's that. It's family but. friendly. I mean, Wolf, Wolf Walkers is also like, I don't know, it's... I think it's friendly for kids and adults alike. Um, Have you seen a kid fight a wolf? I don't think so. But Um, every kid's got a soul. This is a good point, and I didn't even think about this. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll put those in a Twitter poll. Um, All right. Here is the next category. It is called the whole... Oh, sorry. The It Holds Up Award. Um, hold up, the hold up award. <laughs> the hold up award. The the it holds up award. This is the award we give to the movie that we talked about in 2020 that holds up the best. Um, to put it simply, you could say it's the best movie that we talked about last year, but I think it's yeah. more complicated than that. It's to me, it's more like the movie that I sat down and went like, "Wow, uh, this actually is good." And I think there's an element of surprise there, like. Yeah, um, I agree. So uh, I will read my nominees. I think we may have first. some crossover in this one, potentially. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine we do. Um, so my nominees for the It Holds Up Award are, number one, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, I'm not, I shouldn't say number one, number two. These aren't ranked. Um, uh, my next nominee is Finding Nemo. And my last and final nominee, which I am sure you share as well, is Rugrats in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so i want to preface this while jurassic park is a movie we covered um i i did not put it on my list because that yes. is a movie that i did not have any anticipation of being like well let me sit down and watch this thing that is exactly the reason that i did not include jaws on mine which would be my okay. favorite out of the, all those movies yeah. yes jurassic park is my favorite movie ever so uh yes um so like i predicted uh, we had some crossover. Um, all right. First on my list is Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Second is Finding Nemo. Okay. And the third is Paddington. Whoa, interesting. Now, that's yeah. interesting because you hadn't seen Paddington before. I had um, I had seen it, like, Oh, that's right. You had seen yeah. parts of it. So it, it right. holds up to the – I mean, I, I think that's fitting. Um yeah, Paddington's a good movie. Um, I think that. I mean, I, I know I, ha- I know which one I want. Let me also just firmly. note that uh, what I said about Jaws and what Clint said about Jurassic Park uh, kind of used the same line of thinking for a Charlie Brown Christmas because that was yes, would it, also, that too. also be like the highest in my ranking. But I also like watch it every year and like knew that I love that movie, so it wasn't a surprise right. to me. It's not like it holds up; it's just a masterpiece. Um, yes. The other three were movies where I, I mean, I expected to like all three. Um, Lilo and Stitch, mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, wow, this really is a masterpiece. Finding Nemo was better than I remembered it being. And mm-hmm. then Rugrats in Paris uh, <laughs> is not a masterpiece, but a movie I very much love and was surprised by how much I still loved it as an adult. Rugrats in Paris was what I had on there. I mean, no lie. It's what I had on there. And then I was like, uh, I Wait, think really? Paddington. 
But you didn't like you didn't like Rugrats in Paris. Are you talking about the Rugrats movie? Because you like that one better. I am talking about the Rugrats movie. You are correct. Rugrats in Paris is better. Um, (laughs) And I'm not going to fight for Rugrats in Paris being the winner because it shouldn't be the winner. I just wanted to give it a nomination. That's fair. I think it should be either Lilo and Stitch or Finding Nemo. What do you think? Yeah, no, I I agree. I wasn't going to fight for Paddington. I think it got the uh, for for both of those categories. Uh, it has the the Glenn Close Award. The uh, Glenn Close Award. Uh, yeah, um, it gets uh, nominated for its body of work. Um, uh, I feel like we're going to agree. So can we do like a countdown and say it at the same time? Absolutely. Okay. Three, two, one. Lilo and Finding Stitch. Nemo. No. Oh. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, I really thought you'd pick Lilo and Stitch. Interesting. I, yeah, I mean, thinking back, to, I, I really, really like Lilo and Stitch. I like it a lot, actually. And maybe I don't because I'm not a surf boy like you. That's why I'm not choosing That's it. what it is, yeah. Um, just, you know, Finding Nemo had a big emotional impact on me this year. And it was just, it's a beautiful movie, and I have a lot of respect for it. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, it for a while was probably, you know, not my favorite Pixar movie, but it's definitely up there now, gang and gang. Hmm. I like it a lot. You did famously also lose your son this year to a fisherman. I did. I trekked did. across the ocean to find him. So I can see how that would play a part in your Yeah, decision. it was weird, just kind of the timing on that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah weird it happens this well, world and i also did find an alien this year that i befriended um and you did surf with the alien i did surf with him i took him surfing with me his name is yeah, gregory gregory um so uh i See, i don't want to put this up to a twitter poll because i do feel like the twitter discourse at large would choose lilo and stitch i feel like that's what would happen because I agree that that's what would happen, and I think Lilo and Stitch is just a better movie all around, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go pretty hard for it. Okay, what makes it better though? Um, I think okay. Here's one thing: the animation of Finding Nemo I think is good, but it does not hold up quite as well as the Lilo and Stitch animation. It's it's an older Pixar movie, so there's moments where like, oh, animation has really improved since then. I don't think there's a moment like that in Lilo and Stitch. I think the whole thing is beautiful. Um, um. Okay, so you're talking about the animation. Well, let's compare. That's not the like only the, reason. That's the first okay. point I brought up. But go on. Okay. Well, th- this will probably be your second point then. But the emotional beats in Lilo and Stitch ranked up against the emotional beats in Finding Nemo. Lilo and Stitch has a bigger impact on me personally. Really? That's surprising yes. to me. That's why I was confident that you would choose uh, Finding Nemo. That's surprising to me. Okay, what uh I don't know. What? I mean they're both I love both of these movies very much, but Lilo and Stitch, I think there's something I mean, I talked about it in the episode when Stitch at the end of that movie uh says Ohana means family and family means nobody gets left behind. It makes me uh feel deep feelings of warmth and sadness and happiness at the same time. Okay. Give me one more good argument. You may sway me. <laughs> okay, one more. Um, Elvis music. <laughs> Elvis. Okay, I I have literally a record hanging on my wall of Elvis's greatest hits, and Hound Dog is on there. Lilo and Stitch gets it. Woohoo! Um, I like that some of these are coming down to like, uh, just 
random weird arguments based on things we can see in our field of vision. Yeah. That's what happened with the denim jacket thing. That's very true. And we're not in the same room. Let's make that clear. Well, I I mean, mean, we are, but we're astroplaning into the same room. Right. No, we, we are on stage here in the Dolby theater. Right. Right. Well, our essence is on stage. But our oh, our like Luke Skywalker bodies, in the Last Jedi. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Or like Baby Yoda. And it is. Does he do that? He doesn't do that. <laughs> he in the man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. He do, well. Okay. Yeah. He, he. But he doesn't project his self to. You think place. Baby Yoda showed up to, to wherever the Jedi? Not going to say it because there might be some people out there that aren't up to date. Uh, oh, you think that's Jedi what was, was happening in that one episode? Was he was projecting himself to the Robert Rodriguez episode? Yes, yes, and he was saying, yeah. "Hey, come, come get me." <laughs> <laughs> he just he just waddles over. Yeah, I mean, yes, I would travel across the galaxy if I saw that. I would too. Um, <laughs> he was like, "I'm the ghost of Christmas past." <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ghost of Baby Yoda's past. Uh, um, but, but yeah, yes, that is what sketch. we are doing. We're astrally projecting, and unfortunately, at the end of this episode, we will die because of the effort that it has taken. Yep, yep. <sighs> it's time to move on to the final category. Wow, we're there already, the... folks. Let's uh, let's take a deep breath. This is the one that I think matters most. <sighs> All right, here we go. The Purely Nostalgia Award, that is the name Mm -hmm. of our podcast, in case you didn't know, um, is the award that we give to the movie that we covered in the year 2020 that our enjoyment of it is due to purely nostalgia. That is saying it is not a good movie based on its own merits, but we have nostalgic feelings for it. And uh, that's that's why we uh, covered it on the show. But it's not good. It's basically the bad movie award, right? Yeah, pretty much the stinkers, the ones that we we went into and we were like, I like this movie as a kid. And yep. then we were we were let down with our adult eyes. OK, so I think it is your turn to read. It your is, yeah, it first? is my turn. Yep. <clears throat> so the first one, Master of Disguise. OK. The second, Flubber. The fir- the third, Looney Tunes back in action. Interesting. The first two don't really surprise me. Uh, that yes. third one does surprise me a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I mean I I don't really remember your opinions of Looney Tunes back in action. Basically, it was that we wanted more Looney Tunes, less Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I remember like not loving it, but um, I didn't remember. How do you did you have a connection with that movie before watching it this year, or was it the first time you watched it? Not a bit. No, I had seen it uh, okay. several times before. Yeah, not a massive connection, but I liked okay. it as a kid. I thought it was cool. All right. Well, we have one movie of overlap. Oh boy! Can you guess which one that is? Um. Yes, I can. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. I'm, hmm. I thought I, I felt confident at first. But I'm gonna guess Master of Disguise. That is correct. Okay. Master cool. of Disguise is my first nominee. Second is a film called Bee Movie. It's a movie about bees. Oh. And my final nominee is a movie called, you know, it's got a similar, <laughs> pretty similar title to Bee Movie. If you think about it. Really? It's a movie called Shark Tale. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> It's a movie, they're both like animal and then like 
type of story. That's the title. Yes. <laughs> B um, movie, Shark Tale. <laughs> yes. B movie, Shark Tale, and Master of Disguise. Um, all right. I did not include Dougal or Delgo. Neither did you. I feel like people will be surprised for that. Tell me your yeah. reasoning for not including either of those. Let's let's get some uh, history here. Mm-hmm. I did, had not seen these movies. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I just look at the box of them. You know, just look at the look at the DVD cover. There's no way you could be like, maybe it's good. You know, yeah. with our adult eyes, it, looking at them, you know, oh, this movie's gonna suck a Rooney. Yeah, yeah, that's basically my logic. Even though I had seen Dougal. Uh, the whole reason that I wanted to do it on the show is because I remembered it being awful. So it's I can't, in honesty, give it the Appealing Nostalgia Award. All three of the movies that I mentioned are movies that I had some level of fondness for and mm-hmm. was disappointed upon rewatching to see that they did not hold up. Yep. Oh, do you I have a, a first impression of who you think the winner of this category should be? Yes, um, and it, it's close, uh, truthfully. Uh, but the one that I have to choose is the flubber. Flubber. Hmm. Okay. Because for me, it is just so easily master of disguise. Yeah, and and that's that was my second. Um, you made I made my argument first. You make yours. Now. Okay. Um, my argument is that master of disguise is awful. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's bad. I, I feel like we both had some positive things to say about Flubber. I think I maybe had more positive to say than you. Not that I like love that movie by any means. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I just can't really think of a single thing about Master of Disguise that's redeemable. And when I compare that to how much I loved it as a kid based on how much I would quote it on the playground with my friends, mm-hmm. um, I was truly disappointed and I remember saying, like, Master of Disguise, like, I don't think it's quite as bad as Dougal, but it is really, really bad. Uh, wow, we talked about some bad movies this year because we did Left Behind, too. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a bad, bad year, my yeah. dude. Oh, um, man, I'm now wondering why I didn't put Left Behind on there. I guess I didn't have any fun. Did you love for... Left Behind when you were a kid? No, Yikers. I, didn't. I did It was traumatic to me, so, yeah, yes. I feel good about my nominees. But, yeah, Ma- Master of Disguise is by far the worst to me. Okay, now present your argument for Flubber. I mean, you know, my um, my argument is really similar to yours uh, in the sense that I I definitely had a lot of attachment to it as a kid. Um, I would watch it every time I went over to my grandmother's house, um, and I I just loved it so much. I thought that Robin Williams was hilarious. I would bounce around the playground like Flubber. Uh, you remember the Pioneer Playground in East Ridge? Remember that place? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's gone now, but um, I would bounce around the Pioneer Playground with my sister, pretending like I was Flubber. That's pathetic. And yeah, it, it sure is. Um, <laughs> and then my blood sugar would get low. But um, you know, I was—I mean, while Robin Williams is just a very charismatic character actor in this movie, um, it just didn't do it for me, and I was just disappointed by. And, and a little embarrassed by how much I liked this movie as a kid. Hmm. Okay. Solid argument. I still, I am not willing to budge on this because I still, there are certain things about Flubber that I kind of like. I like Weebo. I think Weebo is a great robot. She's very good and I like her and I want her to be my wife. So I think, I, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pivot. Okay. Uh, I am taking myself, my emotion, 
my emotional attachment level for both of these movies, and I'm equalizing them. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving it the Master of Disguise because <sighs> it is so. Wild. Yeah. I mean, like, let's just be honest. Just looking at the two, and I'm thinking about it now. It's. I mean, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, Master of Disguise is really bad, and we did talk about Flubber pretty recently. It's 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 easy to forget just how bad a Master of Disguise really is. Yeah, I mean, it was depressing to talk about bad. That was one of that. I, I if I'm remembering back, that was an episode where I was excited to you know take a minute to dunk on the movie, but after a while, we were just like, ah, this feels unoriginal. What yes. else can we say? That was the one that broke us and was like we need to talk about some good movies. I think that's about when we decided that we need to do Lilo and Stitch and Jaws for Shark Month because yeah. we had just done Dougal and Delgo. We did Master of Disguise. And it's not like I was like thinking going into it that it was going to be a great movie, but I don't think I was prepared for just how much I was going to hate it. Well, we had just done uh, Rug- the Rugrats trilogy. Oh, that's right. Then we did Master of Disguise, and we were like, crap. We've done so many baddies this year. Yes. Then we did Space Jam, like Mike, our basketball series. Um, I really thought you were going to nominate Michael Jordan as a bit for Best Actor. I thought about it, but I don't know. I, I, I've i proven myself to be a basketball aficionado. That's true. Uh, and I don't want to sully my reputation. I actually am kind of mad that neither of us nominated Brendan Fraser now, but that's okay. So I think, do you want to take a moment... Like looking over the list right now, mm-hmm. I want to I want to say like movies that were just in the garbage for me that okay. we reviewed this year, and then and then we can end it with movies that we really liked that we talked about. Okay, um, Dougal Delgo, bad movies, bad movies, uh, Master of Disguise, bad yeah. movie, yeah, Shark Tale, bad movie, B movie, bad movie, uh, B movie, more them- like bad movie. More like bad movie. The B stands for bad. Yeah. Uh, you remember the B in Apartment Twenty Three, or that TV show, or whatever. Yeah. Um, left behind both of those. Bad. Uh, Flubber, both of the Scooby Doo's, the Country Bears, and we um, talked about bad movies this year. And Home Alone Three. Yes. Wow. Out of <laughs> out of all of those, I do have a bottom one. I do have a floor, and it's a pretty deep floor. Okay. Uh, it's left behind the first one. Hmm. I still think. Where? What did I put it on my ranking? Because I do keep a ranking in real time. Uh, yeah, left behind is the bottom of my ranking. The the OG left behind. Yeah. Uh, the the oh here I'll lift I'll list to you my top five worst movies that we have talked about on this show. Period. Just for okay. some context. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number five at the bottom of my list, as in like this is the fifth worst movie. It's and this is for all of time, right? Yes, all all okay. the whole podcast. But I will tell you that four of them are from this past year. <laughs> oh my word! So uh, the fifth worst movie is Spike Kids 3D Game Over. Yeah. Fair. Then we've got Left Behind, the Nick Cage one. Then we've got Master of Disguise. Then we've got Dougal, and then we've got the OG Left Behind, which is the wow. worst movie we have talked about on this show. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, I think you know, in the past, we've we've done movies that it's like, yeah, these are pretty cringy, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But this year, we just went we went full hog, where it's like, let's talk about garbage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it fit because twenty twenty, not a great am year. Right? Am I right? 
you are right. Uh, that's very true. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we've had some good ones too. Yeah, um, what are some good ones? We had Jaws. Good movie. Great movie. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Good movie. Great movie. Jurassic Park. Great movie. Good movie. Um, we we also had uh the Charlie Brown Christmas. Great movie. And Finding Nemo. Oh yeah, I mean we had a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Um. And some middle some middle ones. Looking at what what shows up toward the middle of my list: Looney Tunes back in action, the Rugrats films. Uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know. We we don't have to just list every movie. And I think we've talked about all of our movies now. Yeah, I think so. Um. <laughs> Uh, how do you feel about this? If you had to wrap up your feelings of purely nostalgia in 2020, wrap it up with a sentence. What would you say? A time of friendship. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a complete sentence, is it? I don't know. This is a time of friendship. Can I just say one of the highlights of this year with respect to our show for me was shark month shark month was very Absolutely. fun and i'm glad we did it yes um i 100 percent agree and that you know our intent was to be able to go to la beach and record an episode but we just couldn't it, it, someday it wasn't, someday it wasn't the, it wasn't the right time um and i think our attitude in general during shark month and because it was in July, and you know, just kind of, it, it was a good pick me up that I needed. Yeah. So I absolutely agree. And you were in a bathtub. I was in a bathtub for two out of the three. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I should we go back through all of our awards and just remind people who won what? There's only one that's still undecided, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, let's go back through. Best actress we gave to. Uh, DeVay Who Chase. Was it? Yes, that's correct. DeVay from Chase. Lilo and Stitch. Uh, best actor we gave to Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, the denim jacket man himself. Family mm-hmm. friendly movie of the year is still to be decided. Correct. Yeah, yes. it's uh, it's between Soul and Wolfwalkers. Soul and Wolfwalkers. I feel good about those nominees, and I will not be too angry either way. Yeah. Uh, the It Holds Up Award we gave to Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. So Lilo and Stitch uh, got two awards tonight. That's great. And yeah. the Pure as, it, as Award, it deserved. It goes to a little film called The Master of Disguise. Bad yeah. movie. I feel I feel very confident in that. Yeah, I feel good about all these awards. I think we get, we did a good job. Yep, that's uh, when we took it. We took it more seriouser this year for you folks. You yeah, were asking for it, bit. and we did. I, it. I think I took it the same amount serious and you took it slightly more serious because last year you did you did nominate bernie the dolphin too (laughs) it's true still one of my favorite bits ever and you still did try to nominate scoob but at least it did not win so yeah i i didn't stand by it as much as bernie the dolphin too (laughs) the people are asking are you gonna watch scoob no no we're not not watching scoob um should we talk about what we are doing Next, as in our first real episode of the year 2021. Man, we've got, you know, past that, we've got some goodies for you folks. We've got some uh, goodies. I really do believe it. Yeah, we were discussing plans. We don't have, like, a solid plan yet, but we have some ideas, and it's going to be very fun. Good year. Yeah, but for the next one, 
you want you want to do a drum roll? I will do a drum roll. It is. We can be heroes. This the is a spiritual film. successor. Yes. To Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yes, similar to the way Shark Boy and Lava Girl was kind of a spiritual successor to Spy Kids. Yes, Except, it's yeah, uh, Jeep Spirit. Yes, Shark Boy and Lava Girl are in this movie though, so it's kind of a direct spin-off, but also like it doesn't seem to take place in Max's head. So No, it does not. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, before this Elisha said, "Is this what we should start with?" and I was actually uh against doing it, but I think that I've developed so much uh, disdain against our audience that I need to get some perspective. Wow. And yeah, we need to do this one. You hate our audience? Did you just say that on our podcast? Well, I hate the I hate the people. I don't hate them. I love them. Some of them are my good friends, and I'm married to one. Uh, she like, doesn't listen to this show. No, but she was like, "Look at this, Clint. It's, <laughs> it's your thing." Uh, and it's like, no, I don't actually like it. It's a bit. Uh, and, and, and so, um, that's not true like, for me though. Like I, I do, I, and I feel like you have some love for the, at least the first two Spy Kids movies, right? Oh yes, absolutely. But I mean, to the effect of being like, man, I got to sit down and watch this, these things, yeah. you know? I'm yeah. I probably wouldn't level. have sat down and watched this if not for our podcast. Um, yes. Um, but we'll, we're be, we're going to be doing it now and we're going to be heroes. We are going to be heroes. And I mean, I've already spoiled the fact that I've seen it cause it was not one of my nominations. Um, yeah, I've seen it too. Uh, I am going to rewatch it cause it was kind of like a turn it on and multitask. <laughs> it's yep. not exactly a movie that needs your full attention. File uh, your taxes while you do it. Yeah. But, uh, it's on Netflix, so you have to watch it. You don't have any, um, excuse. That's true. Do it. Um, also, uh, my other podcast, Live and Let Cry, where our friend Cody tries to make me cry, uh, our next episode will be about Kramer versus Kramer with Chad from Best Pictures. Um, it'll be interesting. I haven't watched that yet. Will it make me cry? I don't know. Which Kramer will it be? Will it be the one that goes, Jerry? Or will it be the one that says the N-word in a comedy club? Uh, which one will it be? Um, and I'm sure we will not make any jokes about Kramer from Seinfeld on that episode of that. Yeah, podcast. did I steal it? Did no, I steal all the thunder? I, I mean, I don't think it's possible to steal the most obvious joke. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we will or not. Who knows? I, we haven't recorded yet. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Social media, we have it. Uh, we're here on Twitter at Purely Nostalgia. We're on Instagram at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, you can follow me on twitter at elisha p smith and it's the same for letterboxd uh, and you can follow me on twitter and letterboxd at clint jazz Han- i mean sorry clint jade's Bates. the jade stands for jazz hands um and if you like what you heard folks give us a five-star review on apple podcasts helps us go and itunes helps us uh you know feed the children and that's what we're all here for folks for the children yeah and uh, you know, not I, I don't I was I was debating on even saying this, but Elisha and I are taking on a different creative endeavor with some friends uh, here soon, and so you know, keep an eye out for that. We might publicize it or not. It'll, it, it'll <laughs> we at might least publicize be, it or not. It'll at least be on our personal Twitter, or at least my personal Twitter. <laughs> uh, but just keep an eye out for it. 
And uh, can we get Jeff Bridges out here one more time to close us out with a closing prayer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. Jeff. All right, all right, bow your heads. Give us a benediction, Jeff. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious. Go forth in the Lord, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. That'll do, donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinath for listening. Mm-hmm.